I'm Tara Aldridge, and you're listening to The Smart Woman Show. I believe that every woman has a powerful, profitable, and impactful business inside of them that God has called them to create. This podcast is for women who have a deep sense that they want more, more out of life, relationships, and business. This show is going to give you the tools to be everything God created you to be by sharing strategies, tactics, and heart-centered lessons so you can stop stopping yourself at the fear of the unknown and finally take your inspired vision and turn it into an impactful business. There's no excuses here. Are you ready to commit? Let's do this. Welcome to the Smart Woman Show. Ali Levine is in the house. Boom! I love it. Did you know, Ali, that I create a song for every single guest I have on the show? I did not, but I loved my song. <laughs> Ladies, we're super lucky to have Ali here today. She's a celebrity stylist motherhood, fashion, lifestyle expert, and TV personality. You probably actually already know who you are. Um, my favorite thing that Ali says over and over and over again is confidence is your greatest accessory, which I could not agree more. No, I love that you brought up confidence versus accessory because I very much obviously speak to that. And I feel it's so important because no matter where you are in your life and no matter what you're doing, yes, of course, I'm all about fashion and how you put yourself together, but it really goes so much deeper. And when I style people, when I work with people, I tell them all the time, you know, I want to help them transform them from the inside out. I want them to experience that and feel empowered in not only what they're wearing, but in, you know, how they share and how they come into themselves. And I feel like clothing is a huge part of that. But like you said, that piece of confidence, confidence is your best accessory. Like it really is. And like, if you show up as you authentically and confidently, like it's going to come across so much more than if you are lacking that confidence or if you're searching to the outside of how should I act? How should I be? There's just such a difference of how you will come across. A thousand percent. And I think, you know, with you being in Hollywood and living the Hollywood lifestyle and working with celebrities, you know, I think that there's this, <laughs> this idea that, people like that are always confident, mm -hmm. right? Like, yep. quote, yes, yes, yep. air quotes, confident. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, I'd love for you to speak to um, really like, <laughs> who are the most confident people in the world? And, and it, is it the people in Hollywood? And is it the people on the big screens? She's shaking her head. <laughs> I'd love for you to share. But okay, before you share on that, I do have a first question that I ask yeah. everyone. That actually, I really want, I really want you to answer this. Um, and, and that question is, how is your heart today? Honestly. Uh -huh. I love that. Actually, my heart feels good today. I've had some incredible um, uplifting conversation on Clubhouse earlier this morning. And my daughter and I were playing and reading a book. Um, my baby Arlie is taking a nap. Um, things are like in flow right now. Uh, dare I knock on wood because I know that'll change shortly. Um, but no, my heart uh, my heart is uh, in a good place. I've gotten to work on some really great collabs in the last couple of weeks that have really fulfilled my heart um, so much. So even in the busyness and craziness, I have to say my heart feels very full and very peaceful. And, and so I am grateful for that. And thank you for that question. Oh yeah. The, the, I, I love hearing everybody's answer is always different, you know, and, and I'm, 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 I'm usually delightfully surprised at the answer. And so I love that you are feeling like, it sounds to me like my experience on what you were just saying is that it sounds to me that you're like in creation mode. 
Yes. I love you. Um, it's funny. I felt that last night when I was laying in bed and I was getting like downloads and everything. I was praying and I was meditating. I was kind of just in my own space. And I was feeling that I was like, wow, there's a lot of creation coming here now without me even realizing it. And it's funny because the last month I felt so stuck in creation mode and felt like just like I haven't been doing much or creating much or doing anything. And now all of a sudden it's just flowing. And I love when it flows so seamlessly and you're just in that creative mode where you're not forcing it. You're not trying it. Like you're just literally confidently, authentically showing up as you. And it's just Mm -hmm. happening. And it's just happening. Something that my sister and I were talking about yesterday actually goes in sequence really well with something that I saw you were speaking about on your Instagram was, you know, it is okay and you should feel into things. Like sometimes I think we want to try to bring reason and logic to everything. And so I'd love for you to share maybe a couple steps or something that you know in your experience on how to actually give yourself permission to feel into what what is right. Yeah, I love that you asked this question. And I have been speaking of this a lot lately because I felt God put it in my heart to really share this more and more. I feel like there's a lot going on in the world everywhere. And I feel like there's a real kind of test for us right now as humans to really kind of like level up and ask ourselves, like, is this intuition? Is this something I'm actually feeling? Is this a gut feeling? Or is this thing I'm being told? Or is this a kind of a program or conditioning that I believe for such a long time? And I truly believe on a spiritual level, we're breaking out of a lot right now. And there's a lot in our world that's collapsing and changing for the better. Um, Wow. So I think that, you know, that being said, we're being called to level up and be like, hey, Are you going to continue to kind of take this test and fail it? Or are you going to level up and say, you know what? That maybe doesn't feel right. Or I feel like I'm maybe being lied to. Or there's something that's maybe not the most best thing that's being shared, whether it's malicious or not malicious, who knows. But I don't know if I really subscribe to that and really believe that. And I think that we're really being called to like come home to ourselves and ask the question of like, does that really resonate with you? Do you really believe that? Or are you just being fed that and told that and told to live in this fear or told that you can't be enough or you won't be able to reach ABC or whatever it may be? Like, is that really true? Or is it something you've been programmed or conditioned to, you know, to, to be kind of put in trauma to think that that really is the case? And I think for me, some of the steps that I've gone through, um, especially as a new mom, um, is learning how to like deprogram all of that. You know, I think that, um, I came from my, my family is an incredible family and they want the absolute best for, you know, myself and my brothers, but they very much came from a more of a programmed mindset of like, you do this and then it'll equal this and this will be that. And, and it all comes from a wonderful place and just wanting the best for us. But I think me where I've been breaking out from my own family, my own, you know, circles and everything, I've been realizing like, Hey, maybe those things that I've been told and shared aren't all good and meaning not good in the sense that, you know, they did it again, maliciously or anything like that, but just, it doesn't resonate with me anymore. I hold a higher frequency and I'm asking myself a lot of hard questions of like, does that really light you up? Or do you really believe that? Or are you just being told that, you know, what, what are those questions? And those are hard questions, right? Because when we start asking those questions, we can no longer go to the logic of what you were speaking about. We can no longer look and say, well, is that logical? Does that make sense? But intuition doesn't necessarily make sense. Intuition is what you asked of how your heart is feeling. What are you feeling internally? What is that gut feeling? What is that quiet voice saying to you that is your higher self that's asking you to step into that and say, 
Well, is that the right answer to your question? Does that light you up? Does that make you feel good? Versus what everyone else is telling you, right? Like it's popular to do a certain something on social media, but does that mean it resonates with you? Does that mean that you have to do it, that you have to show up at that vibration or are you choosing to vibrate at your own level and at your own frequency and ask yourself hard questions and strip away some of the programming and conditioning that's been around for so long. And so for me, you know, I do a lot of meditation. I listen to sound frequencies. Um, I journal, I do a lot of gratitude practices, you know, um, even just playing with my daughters and allowing myself to be more childlike, I've noticed has really helped me to kind of like rejuvenate that spark in me um, and forget about the conditioning and the judgment of what's going on and just be like in the moment and be super present. I think that's another thing too, is like learning um, the gift and the real practice of presence. I was not a woman who was present at all. You could ask anyone in my life, anyone in my circles, my husband, especially like, it was just not something I did. I always felt I was present, but I was never really present. And now I feel like the more and more I get actually present with every moment and really be involved, the more actual synergy comes to me, the more creation flows to me, the more I'm able to find more of my voice, what's going on with myself and my heart, and just check in with myself more. And it's not easy to check in with yourself. You know, I think that that's the biggest part of all this, right? It's like when we have these questions and these conversations, it's like, sure, okay, I can maybe meditate and I can do a gratitude practice and I can do breath work. I can listen to a frequency, all these things. But the question is, is are you going to continue to show up for yourself? Are you going to continue to ask yourself those hard questions? Are you going to continue to use those modalities to push you forward? And when your ego and everything else comes involved and says, oh, no, 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 don't do that. This is more comfortable. Stay here. Stay in this box. Don't get outside the lines. You have to be able to say, no, I I feel something more. My higher self is telling my intuition is telling me there's something more and I'm going to do it even if it does shake people. And if it does upset maybe my parents and friends and people around me that don't feel that, you know, I'm in the same box I was for years and it's uncomfortable to them because they're still in that same box. You have to ask yourself those tough questions in order to navigate those next levels of what comes next. Yes. Okay. So I've got to ask because, you know, I think it's really easy to be on the other end of a podcast and like give your strategy and give your tips and like, just do this and you can be. And I think what really supports our listeners uh, for the smart woman show is like, give, give some examples. So what are some really tough questions that you've had to ask yourself that it was hard, it was hard yeah, to like, come to this, to this answer maybe. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I think I've had a lot of hard questions as myself when you were talking about Hollywood, right? And talking about confidence. I've realized so much of my styling as much as I absolutely love styling and I love helping people feel good and helping them with their confidence. I lost my confidence along the way. Wow. Giving my power away so much without really meaning to, but just by, you know, I'll be here for an extra five hours. I'll give you extra time. I'm not going to draw a boundary. I'll come home to my husband at midnight because so-and-so needs me because, you know, they expect me to be there at this event and go here and fly there you know, those are all amazing things. But at the same time, I was giving so much of myself and I was giving so much of my time with my husband and family and friends and all these things. And I was giving my power away, essentially. And I think a lot of times we give our power away without realizing it um, to just all the outside, whether it be you're listening to the news, whether it be you're listening to what people are telling you what they want you to do, you're not drawing a boundary. Those are all examples of giving your power away, whether you realize it or not. That was a hard question for me to ask myself of like, 
am I going to draw these boundaries? And when I draw these boundaries, what's this going to look like for me? Like, am I willing to allow certain clients to fall off? Am I willing to possibly not be able to be in the top position that I've been in because I'm choosing to draw boundaries with these people? And that was, those were not easy questions. And I had to come to myself and to my heart and say, well, yeah, because I'm no longer in a place where this resonates and feels right and feels like I'm happy. And when you said like, how does your heart feel? My heart was not feeling the same. Um, And so, you know, I did start drawing boundaries and I did lose clients and I did have people really get upset with me and say, well, you always showed up for me and you would always, you know, come over at midnight to do a fitting or, and I'd be like, well, now I'm a new mom. And now I have my daughter to worry about and she's breastfeeding and not sleeping and I'm not sleeping. And, you know, I mean, and, you know, I mean, even I remember when I was uh, giving birth to my daughter, this was a hard lesson for me. And I feel like maybe part of the universe and everything wanted me to learn this lesson with my C-section was like during my birth, I was texting with one of my clients because she hadn't gotten her gown yet. And I, yes, I know. And, and when I say I'm that, proud. it sounds insane. I know. You're I know. giving birth? I was in labor. I mean, I wasn't pushing. Okay, you're, okay, okay, okay. I was in labor. Wow. I was, I was in process. <laughs> okay. And I, you know, and they were blowing me up and I should have just handed my phone off and said, no, but again, I wasn't drawing boundaries. I was giving my power away, even in that powerful moment where I should have been focused and present. And I was like, oh, sorry, I don't know. I let me email my assistant on what's going on. And I should have just let it go, but I couldn't because I felt like if I let it go, then they'd be upset with me. It'd be this whole thing. And I didn't want to deal with the drama. But instead, I dealt with my own drama where I wasn't focused. I wasn't present to my own birth. Who knows that played into my C section to this day? I asked myself that hard question. And I think that that was a really big moment for me because it showed me like, wow, you really have been giving your power away and they expect it. Not only do you give it away, but they expect it. They, you know, that they don't understand when you try to draw a boundary and you allow it to continue. And so fast forward to becoming a mom, I feel like I started getting those hard questions again for myself. And then I went through my postpartum depression. And I feel like that was my next like huge hurdle of motherhood. That was like, if you're not going to learn how to be present and you're not going to learn how to show up for yourself, like the universe is going to show you how you're going to do it because you're not learning. You know what I mean? And I feel like, again, when we take these tests and we don't learn, we get, you know, you get the same test in a different way all over again. And so for me, it was constantly the, the, um, test of presence. Are you present? Are you present? Are you present? So it was like, no, you're not. Here's another example, you know, and I kept going through it until postpartum depression put me on my ass. And I say that because I've never gone through something like that before, where I felt like I literally lost you know, everything about me and who I was and um, my emotions and the way I was acting. And just, I felt so dark. I mean, I turned to my husband and I said, Justin, I feel like I'm mourning the death of myself. Like I literally just didn't even know who I was, you know, I would just, I lost everything. And I told my team, I was like, I don't want to do anything anymore. I'm just going to stay home and be a mom, which nothing wrong with that at all. But for me, being someone who is an entrepreneur and doing many things, it was like, what are you talking about? But I was so shut off and I was so removed. But in that moment, I kind of had to be because I had to learn how to get present. And I had to focus on Allie and ask myself hard questions and say, okay, well, clearly I'm not in a good place. 
why is that? And, you know, I got help and, you know, therapy and um, so that's where I started with meditation and cognitive therapy and gratitude practices and all these different things to start to come home to myself and ask myself tough questions of like, where did you give your power away? Where did you let go of who you always were? Where did you, you know, kind of sacrifice yourself for others. And now how do you bring that power back to yourself, especially as a new mom? And what does your life look like? And those were not easy questions because we're comfortable in who we are and we're comfortable in what's happening, whether it's good or bad, it's comfortable, right? Like comfortable means that you're just flowing with whatever it is. You're just, Hey, this works. And if it's not broke, don't fix it. Isn't that like something people always say, but I have such a problem with that. If it's not broke, don't fix it. Why do we have to be broken for us to move forward to go to the next level and to see that like, oh my gosh, I need to have a breakthrough. Why do we have to break in order to go to the breakthrough? Why can't we start to like see, you know, consciously from our higher selves, our intuition and ask our hearts, like before we get to that level of like, does this feel right? What's going on with me? How can I shift this? How can I take my power back? You know, and that's where I feel like for me, those hard questions were over and over and over again. And after my postpartum depression and, you know, finding the light at the end of the tunnel a year or so later, I started getting asked to style, you know, again and be with clients. And I turned down half my projects. You know, I did some. But I turned down half of them. And that was hard because that was a question of finance. That was a question of my quote unquote status. That was a question of my ego. I mean, there was a lot of questions that I had to answer for myself. But I realized like you didn't come this far to just go backwards and to let this all come back into play and and not, you know, allow these boundaries that you just set up and all these things. And, and that was hard for me because everyone was like, what are you doing? Like you've been top of your game for so many years. Like why? would you all of a sudden, you know, not want to be like styling this person? And I'm like, look, it just, it doesn't resonate with my heart anymore. And I know that that's a weird thing for a lot of people to hear, but like, that's where I am. And I will style people that do resonate and I will work on some projects, but like, I need to focus on my next, you know, transitions of being a mom and what I'm going to be doing more of now. And I didn't know what that was. Honestly, I I feel like because I surrendered, because I did work through those hard questions, you know, God and the universe really helped me and set me up into the next places in my life and getting to do more with motherhood and my real raw shares and, you know, my content creation and my podcast. But I had no clue, you know, I just kind of was like, well, this isn't working anymore. So how do I shift forward, you know, and um, that was only, you know, a few hard questions for me, you know, I feel like it's been um, continuing for me in that way, because as I'm now a mom of two, um, and I've had a lot of my own, um, just awakenings since the pandemic and everything going on in the world, I haven't resonated with a lot of things in my industry and I haven't necessarily agreed with certain things going on. Um, I don't look at Hollywood the same. Um, and so that's been also hard for me because again, it's a question of like, but you were in it for so long, like, you know, now what, like, what, what, what are you doing? You know, again, this was comfortable. This was where you were, you know, and I've had to continually see, ask myself, but does that resonate? And does my heart feel right? And does this feel right to me? And when it doesn't, I can't ignore it anymore. I feel like before I did, and I just kind of let the ego and everything take over. But now I really continue daily to ask myself those questions of like, where am I showing up? And how am I choosing to show up in my life? As a really long answer, but I mean, it's, it's a continuous ongoing journey. Like I don't have 
one answer. I don't have one quick fix. You know, I think that was a very powerful answer. And I, I'm, I'm so, first of all, I'm, I'm grateful that you took the time to really dive into it. And I'm also really grateful that you're willing to highlight some things right now. I was hoping you'd be willing to go, go there because I also have this thing with Hollywood now after things really exploding with, with human trafficking, sex trafficking, um, just all of the children that are being abused in these circles. And it's not just children. It is, you know, it's, it's women, it's men, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's everyone. It's a nightmare. Mm-hmm. It is a nightmare. And they, they call it conspiracy. I don't care. Whatever, whatever you want to land on, whatever word makes you feel comfortable, yeah. but th- there is information out there mm-hmm. um, that is, it is crippling. And so what I'm really hearing, there's two words that are coming forward for me, which is really cool. I'm super grateful to the Lord for showing these two words to me, because I think it's very important that we speak into this test mm-hmm. that you keep talking about. Mm-hmm. There is a test right now. Uh, I'm getting response yeah. all over my body. I, just, I was going to say, I just, just <laughs> yeah, there is a test. Yeah. You are being tested. And something that I heard you say that I grabbed onto and held onto was you need to choose to take the test. Otherwise you will turn into a freaking robot. Yeah. And there is urgency here. Yeah. And so like, just like whatever's coming up for you in that, like, just, can you talk about this test? Can you talk about wake the F up and like, start looking into some of these things that are being um, just like what you said, like programs to make you feel like it's conspiracy or it's just this like, Oh, whatever thing it's not. And you're living in it. And so I'd love it if you can feel comfortable to share your feelings towards this, because Allie, there's not a lot of people who have the access that you have right now. Mm-hmm. I know what you're saying. Yeah. So, um, okay. Well, so first we'll go back to just the trafficking. That was something I heavily woke up to, um, in 2020. Um, you know, I, I had heard little whispers of it going on when I worked in the industry, to be honest, I turned quite the blind eye and I didn't believe it. Um, I was very much in that comfort zone and in the industry and was just like, Oh, no way. And just kind of kept going. Um, and then I kept hearing it. And then I got pregnant with my daughter, um, Amelia, my first daughter. And that was when I started talking about that gut feeling that got intuition. I started feeling off on certain sets and I started really picking up on certain people around. I didn't feel comfortable being around pregnant and I never had experienced that before. And so I really felt like, okay, something's off. If I'm feeling this, like, why am I feeling this? And so I started really paying attention to when I go to certain events and go to certain things and things on nature. And I started not going to certain places because I started picking up on it. And so I think that was my first start of the awakening for me, even though I wasn't really aware that's what it was. And I think God was trying to show me like what was kind of going on without fully showing me. Mm-hmm. And so um, I started talking, you know, some more people in the industry. But like, and- Was it just a feeling or like, what were some of the things that you would hear? And of course you don't need to use names, sure, but I sure. really think it's important that people hear this stuff. Like yeah. you went to a set and you would hear what? Well, you just hear something like, you know, um, so-and-so is going to have so-and-so over tonight and, you know, they would just talk about the excessive drugs and drinking and possible pornography. It just, it, it's hard to describe because these conversations are pretty heavy and they have them like they're 
talking about ice cream, to be honest. Um, I mean, like it's nothing. Um, But really it's just, it didn't matter if it was like, Hey, we're having a party and and come be there. It was more of honestly the feeling I got behind everything. It was like, Oh, because what you're trying to say, Ali, is that that matters. Yes. And we're being programmed not to feel we're being programmed not to feel right now. Yes. Yes, exactly. Well, and I keep telling this to everyone that talks to me about this. I'm like, this is a war on our consciousness. This is literally all about, are you unconscious and you're just programmed and you're allowing it to play? Or are you conscious to what's going on? You're starting to ask questions and you're starting to wake up and you're starting to see things awake. And for those that are awake, you can't, there is no unseeing and you can't go back to sleep. Like that's it. You're awake. And those that are not the sleepers, you look at them and you're like, how, how do you not see this? Even in my own family. And it drives me insane because it's like, I see things and I feel crazy sometimes, but I know I'm not crazy. I know that I, again, feel these feelings for a reason. And like you said, they're telling you not to feel because they know that once you access your intuition, once you access those feelings and you hire self and you're, and that you are a light being and you are, you know, essentially that in human form, you will bypass everything because you will see all the bullshit. You will see all the program. You see all the conditioning and you'll be like, Oh, Oh, that's no longer a TV show. Oh, you're trying to tell me something and condition me. Oh, that's no longer this. This is a program. Like you start to wake up. I mean, even if you go on Netflix right now and look at all like the shows that are trending, like the new show Sweet Tooth. I was like, I don't, I don't have Netflix account anymore because they promote pedophilia. And so I X them last year, but my girlfriend sent me a screenshot and she's like, yo, check out this new show. And she's recently woken up. And I was like, they're trying to literally condition people. Like they talk about, you know, quarantines. They talk about, you know, new world order in their own way and like all these things. And it's like, they're trying to condition you. They're trying to make you think like, it's okay. Like this is totally fine. And it's not, none of it is okay. And in my opinion, it's spiritual warfare because it's it's a war on your consciousness. Yes. It, yes. Are you going to tap into your God and given intuition or are you going to listen and follow the masses who are like, oh, no, do this and get the this and, you know, follow along and help be a part of this. And, you know, you're a part of the problem. And it's like, no, you need to take the blinders off and ask yourself. Like I said the other day, I posted on my stories and people were getting annoyed at me. And I was like, if this is about your health, why do we have lotteries? Why are we giving away guns, money, scholarships, all the incentives are insane. First, it started with like donuts, this, that. Now we're at, you know, guns, money. I mean, it's like, I'm like, do you see what they're doing? Like, why do you have to be incentivized to do this to yourself? Like, why wouldn't you just go and yeah, get it. Referencing the vaccine. Referencing exactly. the vaccine. Yeah. Oh, I know. It's like every platform I'm on, I'm always like doing this because you just never know where you're going to get censored. Um, but, yeah. you know, it's, just, it's crazy. It's like, how do you not, how do you not see this? And look, I don't judge anyone if you feel like if you're really sadly that crippled in fear and that you're that asleep and you feel you need to do that, then by all means do it. But for those that are doing it just because they're being told it's right or they're not even questioning or critically thinking and they're just doing it because others are telling them it's the right thing to do wake up this is what this is all about right now is we all need to wake up to what is going on and know that like this literally is a war on our consciousness they don't want you to feel they don't want you to ask they don't want you to question why do you think they say conspiracy theorists because they want you to think, oh, they're crazy. Oh, this, but you know what it takes for a conspiracy theory to come through now? Six to 12 months. That's about it. Everything's now showing. And I truly believe God is exposing everything right now on every level, on every platform. Like 
the amount of things that are coming out, like I was telling my husband yesterday, I was cracking up because I was watching, I can't remember what mainstream it was, but they were talking about the Rockefellers and how like the actual exposing of like Agenda 21 and this, that, and the other thing. And they were like, look at these documents. Look at this. And I was like, what is happening right now? But I was so laughing so hard because I've of course been awake to all of this where I've been called crazy for it. But I'm like, it's all being exposed. And I truly believe that there is so much light now in this world. And so many people are waking up that we've already won. I truly do believe that. And I do believe that this is a war on our consciousness and, and we've won. But sadly, I feel as you were saying with the test, I feel we're all being tested as individuals and collectively to say like, you know, like who is going to essentially ascend and who is going to be able to go through all of this and come out so that future generations never go through this ever again and that this can't happen, you know, and all these elite programs and, and everything that's been created for decades to essentially keep our humanity in trauma is gone and that we stop this, you know? And so I've had a very hard time just kind of going online and just following along with the like, Oh, just post this and put that square. Oh, I'm so over it. I'm right. so over right. it. I'm like, do you not see that this is all for divide? Like it's all for divide. It's a, it's a man-made divide on purpose. At the end of the day, we are one human race period. So why is it that because I don't post, you know, rainbow or a black square or a blue square or wh whatever fucking square, why is it that you think I'm this or I'm that? Have you spoken to me? And that's what I say to people when they come attack me. I'm like, do you know me? Do you, do you know my values? Do you know who I am? Do you know anything about me? No, you're just listening to the program that you've been told that I'm a conspiracy theorist and I'm bad and I'm questioning and I'm just that. But really, the evil is right in front of you, but you're not allowing yourself to see it because you're unconscious to it. And that's why I say it's a war on our consciousness and people need to wake up and go into their God given intuition and they need to ask themselves hard questions and say, does this really feel right? Or am I just asleep because it's more comfortable to be asleep because I don't want to see what's going on. And look, I get it. I didn't want to see any of the things going on myself. And being pregnant during the pandemic was <laughs> another level of leaning into God and faith and really trusting because it was so insane. But at the same time, I feel like it was a huge part of my awakening because being a mom of two and, you know, giving birth during that time and just seeing so much, it was like, wake up like you need to see it you need to be in it and that's why I've gotten so loud about sharing about trafficking and that's why I you know have gone against a lot of the narratives because I just know in my heart that that's what I'm supposed to be doing and even though it's not popular and even though it's not what people people are shocked they'll come to me and they're like wait but you were out with so-and-so in Hollywood and I'm like yes and I was and that was before I knew all the things that I know now and, you know, and it's like, and look, that doesn't mean all Hollywood is bad. This is a conversation I have with somebody the other day. I'm like, look, not everyone in Hollywood is bad. There are actually a lot of light workers, as I call them, who want it to be a good place and want to do the right things. And they're sadly in a messed up situation where everything's being controlled by a less than 1%, you know? Um, but for those that are involved in all different things that I do believe will all eventually come out, um, I think it's important for people to start asking yourself questions. Why do you see trafficking all the time, but then the media doesn't talk about it? Why? I mean, like, like seriously, like ask yourself. It's that. never on the news. Never. No one's talking never. about this. I'm like, you know, you know people told me? They're like, oh, it's because it wouldn't, it wouldn't make them any money. And I'm like, uh. The bullshit there's so many things that they talk about that don't make them like that's such a like but to me that's like a, a you're asleep right you don't want to see it 
So you make excuses. That's what being asleep is. You don't want to come into your consciousness. You don't want to see it. You don't want to know it's real because it's scary. Like I get it. Like it's, it's not fun to think that like all these things could be going on and essentially the world you've lived in, you've been lied to your entire life. It's not a good feeling. I get it. But it's like, you got to wake up, you got to see it for what it is. And you got to ask yourself and you don't have to dive into every, you know, quote unquote rabbit hole. Like I get it. I'm probably down them all, but like some people don't want, (laughs) some people don't want to be, which I get, I respect it. But like, then ask yourself, like, what are you questioning? Are you questioning the vaccine? Are you questioning trafficking? Are you questioning what the mainstream media is doing? Are you questioning the fear? Like, what is it for you that you're personally questioning and make that part of your journey to wake up and make that part of, you know what I mean? And make that part of like, your quest, your hard questions for yourself of like, yeah. what is this and what is happening, you know? And I think that it's people just don't want to have the conversations because it's so much easier to just pretend everything is, you know, rainbows and unicorns. Like it's fine. Everything's all good. You know, every, everyone looks happy. It's quiet right now. There's no riots. Like, and it's like, but this is, you realize like an actual like eerie piece. Like it's not actually peaceful it's hard you when it's it's script it's right in the scriptures it says you know woe to those who actually seek wisdom because your heart will be broken forever Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. the world is evil so if if you're listening to this and you you stayed the whole way i know i was like oh you didn't talk (laughs) a lot so okay she's crazy yeah yeah yeah. you know you probably want to hear more from ali and ali has just a tremendous extraordinary podcast called everything with Ali. So definitely check her out there. And we didn't get an opportunity to talk about your initiatives with, um, the, uh, Oh, you are. Yes. I'm yes. I, Oh, you are. Like I said, with trafficking, Tim Ballard is incredible and they've created the, Oh, you are, you know, organization. If you haven't seen it, check it out. It is all real, you know, time. What happens with trafficking? They give real facts, you know, they show real kids, real families, real women, real men. It's all real. There's no conspiracy. You can look up all the different stories from the U.S. to all over the world. And they are helping liberate these people. This is actually the highest amount of slavery we've ever had in our lifetime. People don't realize that modern slavery actually exists. And when I was over up- 40 million. Yes, people. I think it's actually, I think I think it's actually now 80 million. I'm pretty are you sure. kidding? Yeah. It's, 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 yeah, it's, it's another, it's another level. Um, and people don't realize or want to see it. And I think for me as a new mom, again, um, waking up to that and realizing that that was going on and being a new mom of two, I couldn't just be quiet. I'm like, I have to be a voice for my children and for the children that don't have a voice. And so hence what, you know, you were saying, Tara, I started this initiative with OUR and Shop Global Angel. You can check it out at um, shopglobalangel.com. All proceeds go to their charity and OUR. And they're just some great hoodies and t-shirts that just help spread awareness. And they say freedom for infinity and, you know, spread the awareness, bring them home and, um, you know, light them the tunnel and and just just really um, trying to bring light to a place that's very, very dark. Um, and I do talk heavily with Tim Ballard and others about trafficking on my podcast, everything with Ali Levine. Um, and you can always DM me if you have any questions or, you know, follow me on social and I'm very open about this and I love to educate others about this and have these conversations, um, that are not so easy. So please feel free to, you know, reach out or check out the shirts and get yourself a shirt. They're very cozy. They're very fashionable, of course, me being stylist. Um, and I just, I felt like I wanted to do something more than just shouting all over social media about it, you know? And so I hope these t-shirts help a little bit of bring further awareness and wake people up that this is not a conspiracy theory. You're far, far, far 
from it and just ask yourself the hard question of if you're calling a conspiracy theory, what is it that you don't want to deal with? And ask yourself those hard questions and get deep with yourself because you owe it to yourself to wake yourself up and see how you've been programmed and how you've been conditioned because we all have been and we're all here for you to hold your hand when you wake up and go through it. But you have to allow yourself to wake up. And, you know, I have compassion for everyone because it wasn't easy for me either. But I do believe the world is awakening. And, uh, you know, we're all we're all here for each other. We all chose this time to be here. So, um, you know, <laughs> we're all going to light up the world together. <laughs> we all have a job. Thanks for going there, Allie. Ladies, find Allie if you want to wake up. She will, <laughs> she will blow your heart up in an instant. <laughs> We'll see you next week on the Smart Woman Show. I want to thank you for listening and subscribing to the Smart Woman Show. My vision for you is that you would experience the same level of success me and my friends have. Break open that vision, girl. DM me on Instagram at the Tara Oldridge, and I will send you a link to book a free strategy call with one of my success coaches today. Let's do this.